Primetime with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. Middlesex London Health Unit giving the A-OK to the 31st. Saturday looking pretty decent. Sunny, a high of 11, down to 5 in the evening for trick-or-treating, which is officially green-lit. Middlesex London Health Unit announcing that trick-or-treating will be A-OK, although they have put the red light on something, which we'll, we'll get to coming up in a second here. But, Blair, it looks like... Like, I don't know how many times your plans have changed. I know we both have young kids that are excited for trick-or-treating. Originally, we were going to do a little party, and then yep. we are going to do a scavenger hunt, and now I guess we're, we're taking them out again, but there's some rules we need to follow. Yeah. Um, well, one of... Uh, what I mean, they're kind of talking about, like, the standard distancing wear a mask where possible right so yeah you know. yeah. yeah chris mackey the uh the health unit he's saying that uh something that people that are handing out candy need to do is to make things a little bit safer so what they're what they're recommending is uh, putting disposable uh paper cups with like a few candies in it like on your porch yeah so all the kids don't have to reach into the same bowl and when the kids come up to your door, they'll be able to trick or treat, grab one of the cups, throw it in their uh, their pillowcase, in their Halloween lantern bucket, and move on to the next house. I mean, I, it's fairly straightforward, simple. I mean, I, I had said even before uh, whether or not Middlesex London Health Unit was going to allow trick or treating to take place in the Forest City, that I was thinking about doing something just like that anyway, just having like the bowl of candy or whatever, you know, doing your best to eliminate the contact. And just letting the kids kind of pick up the candy themselves and then on to the next house. You know, having the lights yeah. on, having the decorations, the pumpkins going, just making sure that uh, they know you're a part of it. Yeah. And then just uh, eliminating that possibility of, uh, you know, passing something on. I mean, all this information is last minute. Halloween's in a few days. And you know what? If you are participating in candy giving, have the light on, the pumpkin out. If you have decided to move away from that, obviously turn your porch lights off. Blair's got this is hilarious. So we're gonna be doing on Friday here. Oh, there we go. Your your chance to trick or treat here at the radio station. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Does that work? Blair is on? Blair is holding like a massive PVC pipe right now, which is gonna be our, our candy pipe for Friday. <laughs> How is are we gonna we're officially so the, the candy, candy pipe? pipe? Put that in your pipe and eat it. The candy shoot? Is that what it is? The prize pipe. Okay. <laughs> Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to come down to uh, Richmond and Piccadilly here. And uh, we're, we're gonna, essentially, if you're backed up because of a train and you're, sit, you're sitting in traffic as a car, we're, you can roll down your window and we're going to... This is because th- this thing's at least six feet. I'd say almost eight feet. When you brought that home from Lowe's, did you fit that in your car? Oh, yeah. It fit, it fit in just fine. <laughs> so all you have to do is uh, roll down your window. We'll be d- socially distanced eight feet away. Nice. And uh, we'll just pop the candy down into your car. That's awesome. By the way, the thing that they uh, gave the red light to, no Halloween parties. Which makes sense. Everybody's going to be doing like the bobbing for apples. Nope, not this year. Primetime with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. And there's a dude making a living off of the way London smells. The guy's name is uh, David Lewis. He's a retired naval commander. And uh, he's showing off in this photo photo posted by our friends at the LF Press showing off uh, some cans of his candle wax which he says it's a pretty unique smell for Londoners because he's got certain scents that may take you back to a place and to a time here in this fine city the candle company is called Battle Rattle Candle Company 
And some of these smells, like the line itself, is called London Smells. <laughs> and it starts on the website with uh, London Smells Covent Garden Market Mornings. I mean, that's a pleasant one, isn't it? Is it the new Covent Garden Market or the old one? Because I remember what the old one smelled like. It smelled like you'd walk in there and your feet would stick to the floor as you popped in that nickel to ride that donkey and it just smelled like <laughs> must. Oh, yeah. Good times. Downtown Brewery Breeze. Oh, so they're talking about like the smell of brewed beer over at Labatt's? Yeah, I guess like uh, what, down right out there, that bridge in the area where you can kind of get that mash scent. There's also a couple other ones. Uh, East Dundas Cookie Factory. You know, if you grew up in uh, the old East Village back in the day, you, you know, my mom grew up in that area. She said you could walk out the front door and smell all the bakeries oh, cook- yeah. cooking up a storm. Also, jumbo video popcorn. Look at that. Yeah, video <laughs> store free popcorn. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I love that. Grade five sugar bushfield trip. Wasn't there one about uh, ice skating at Victoria Park, too? I think there was something along those lines. I, I'm kind of curious to how he encapsulated all these smells in the form of a candle. Well, I guess there were, there were a bunch of uh, rejected candle scents. Were there not, RV? There was. There was a couple of them. Uh, and uh, we had a chance to write one of them down. I wanted to say, you know, since since it's legal now, suburban grow-up scent. <laughs> Have that become one, a maybe? bit of an issue, hasn't it? EOA porch couch. That yeah, I mean musty. <laughs> yeah, and damp. what about uh, Masonville Food Court? Does that work? Little Manchu Walk, uh, Old South Ugg Boot. A lot of Uggs in Old oh, South for some reason. Why would you want to smell that? My favorite one. Uh, my favorite rejected candle scent. Cherry Hill Metamucil. Oh, good old Heaven's Waiting Room. I love Cherry Hill. What about uh, the South London Garbage Dump? Mm-hmm. Would that be one there, or? Rock the Park Porta Potties. Oh, bud. <laughs> now you're singing. <laughs> Listen to that. Church parking lot burnout contest. <laughs> you're, you're, you're full of them. Prime time with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 981. You won't even say the word Christmas yet. You're playing some Frank. I'll make I'll make an exception for this conversation because I'll go as far as saying this. You're about to give the details on something that very well saves Christmas in the Forest City. It does, just like Ernest did back in the uh, the late 80s there. London Santa Claus Parade is a go, which is awesome news. Obviously, we're living in weird times with the whole pandemic going on, and everybody was wondering, hey, are we going to have a Santa Claus Parade? And it's let's let's be honest. I mean, that the, it, it's it's what gets you ready, puts you in the mood for the season. Exactly. The kids love it. You know, Halloween goes by. And then the parade, and you get ready. The parade will be a go. And get this, it's happening at the uh, London International Airport coming up on uh, Saturday, November 14th. Yeah, baby. That's cool. It's going to be a like a drive through style parade. So uh, I guess according to uh, Sean Merton, who's the executive director of the parade, uh, what they've done is like on the runway, they've set up like, I think, uh, 100-foot squares, like just a, like a square for, for each float. Everybody's distanced. And you're going to be able to drive in uh, off Huron and basically cruise down the runway, see all the floats, and the big guy in red is going to be at the end. You know, it's creative. There's a little bit of ingenuity behind it, and I love that they were able to uh, not just find a location. So tip of the hat to the folks over at London International Airport uh, teaming up with those who uh, put on the parade every year to to make it happen. Because can you imagine Christmas without that 
here in London. And it's yeah. it's it's almost impossible to imagine. So to be able to put those smiles on people's faces. The other thing you mentioned, too, is uh, if you don't have a car, you can still watch. Yeah, they're going to be doing a live stream up on the London Santa Claus Parade website. So if you can't make it out there in an automobile, you're going to be able to log on, uh, check out what's going on, see all your friends and family that are in the parade. And of course, the kids will get to see Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's important, I think. They're doing, uh, so they're not doing like the teddy bear drive this year just because of COVID and stuff, but they are going to be doing uh, London Food Bank donations, which you will be able to pass out the window. They're going to be doing a toonie toss. And uh, it's going to be happening. Usually the the parade, I think a few years ago, it moved to the nighttime. Uh, This one will be back to 2 p.m. So 2 p.m. to 4.30 on Saturday the 14th. First come, first serve basis. Can uh, Can I note this too? And you actually pointed this out to me. That there's a good chance you're even going to be hearing this sound effect. Oh! While, uh... While you're at the parade doing the drive-by. This is a crazy detail because this all came together at the last minute. So they're going to have like the two runways. The one runway is going to consist of the parade floats, (laughs) but the other runway will be live. That's amazing. That's awesome. So as you're making your food bank donation, planes (laughs) taking off or landing right beside you. It's like an episode of Wayne's World. It's like the movie, you know, where they're sitting on the hood of the car. Okay. Okay. Keep looking up. Okay. Did you find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress and played a girl bunny? (laughs) Hey, look at it this way. This is the first year in the history of London where they've combined the Santa Claus Parade and the London Air Show. (laughs) Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. I'm so glad we got to bring this back. This is the Ode to Talbot. The Talbot Street Bridge. Our our longtime good friend. Who, after many a student moving season, has seen itself worn down by many, many moving trucks. Have you seen how sad it looks when you drive by it there? I go to that Timmy's all the time on the way into the studio. And as I'm wrapping around that drive through along the back, uh, I see how dented that 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 sign is, the clearance sign. Good news, though. And uh, we're going to bring in our good friend Miranda Chan of Blackburn News London here. Uh, as of yesterday, Miranda, they started a, a bit of a, a facelift. Is the Talbot Street Bridge getting some Botox or what? It's getting a little bit of restoration work done. So uh, Talbot Street between Oxford and Piccadilly is actually closed down while they, they complete that work. Yay! Very nice! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it's good news that they're finally getting to it because it was looking. I mean, some of those like caution signs with the the yellow and the black, everything was like bent and dented, and dented in, scratched, oh, crazy scratch it's marks. Possible right? they're gonna fix those dents, but I bet uh, what they're fixing is maybe a little deeper. It's what's happened behind those signs. Uh, well, that's, that's <laughs> from the repeated the infrastructure. That's probably a good idea. I mean, over the years, it's it's probably been weakened. You can only take so many hits. You can only take so many licks, and uh, and it's finally getting its due. I love I love that they you know they set apart set aside rather a little piece of the budget to give this thing the uh, the Botox the little face lift that it needs because it's such an iconic part yeah. of the city and it's hilarious but it's iconic they don't even have to paint it because the amount of paint that's been scraped off of bennett truck rental uh <laughs> trucks and u-hauls over the years it's already nice nicely painted white and orange so there you go 
So, Miranda, you said it's supposed to reopen tonight, uh, Oxford and Talbot, about, at around... Uh, around 6 o'clock. Around I six mean, o'clock. possible it could be a little yeah. little sooner if they happen to complete that work, but uh, 6 o'clock is what the city said. Okay. Uh, this is a little unrelated, but did you guys notice they finally put um, an advanced turning signal there, turning did, left did on they the, actually Finally, do after like all these years, I noticed that like a couple weeks ago. Because there was always uh, there would always be that one a-hole that was waiting, you know, uh, westbound to, yeah. make, to make the left, that as soon as it would turn green, would go left before the oncoming hate, traffic. hate when people do yeah, that. Dinks. It's a risky move. And those, then it's those people that run into the bridge. Well, that's it, and I'm glad it's those people because they really anger me. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, should we do an ode to our old friend? <laughs> All they had to do was dig down, like, another three feet. <laughs> like, it's not that far. <laughs> I love right at the end here. That was a good one. No, hang on. The rim. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even notice that the first time. BlackburnNewsLondon.com for the details. Primetime with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. We find ourselves embroiled in an argument over whether or not housecoats should even be a thing. Hell yes, they should. Because RV off the top of the show was telling me that he, his wife was asking him what he wanted for the big C, the holiday season, and he said a housecoat. And I said, like, what are you, what are you kidding <laughs> me? It. A housecoat is one of the gifts that you don't ask for but get. A housecoat is an amazing gift. Let me say this about housecoats. This is my interaction with housecoats. My old man growing up always wore wore one. And like he'd go full Scotsman underneath. Oh. He's not Scottish. <laughs> that stuff sticks with you. It's all I'm saying. I've no no need for a house coat and they don't belong in the wardrobe. They just don't. I want one. I hope I get one. Fingers crossed. Five one nine six seven nine three seven three three. Hey, good morning, Lee. Uh, you want a house coat for Christmas? Yeah, a new one. A new one. So I guess you could be the, the Canadian Hugh Hefner. <laughs> the Canadian Hugh Hefner. Hey, man, is there anything wrong with that? You need something better than a than a silk house coat in Canada midwinter. You need something that's got a you know that's a little more thermal. Well, so uh, he's got all, all thermal. Get the six women on each arm. <laughs> and you you look. <laughs> Like, think about, like, Cousin Eddie in, in Christmas Vacation when he's out there emptying a septic tank into the sewer. He's got the house going on. He's got the fluffy hat with the ear flaps. You want to yeah. be like Cousin Eddie? I, Cousin Eddie's my hero. <laughs> I love Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Lee, thanks for the call today, brother. Welcome. Have fun. Classic Rock 98.1. Good morning. It's Blair and RV. Good morning, it's John Cohen. I love your uh, last little comment there about the house coats. <laughs> well, first of all, I think this year there's going to be a huge run on house coats because everybody's home, you know. Exactly. And, 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 yeah, I think it's going to be a, a hard thing to get. The biggest thing with a house coat is, is if you get one for Christmas, you got to reach into the pockets because you hope it's full of gift cards. <laughs> That's wow, see, true. that's that's different. Then the house coat's just being used as a vehicle for something better. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. And the Scottish thing? Well, I'm Scottish, so there you go. If it's no Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I really laughed at that.